What's up, everybody? It's Belon, and you're tuned in to another episode of Chocast. It's being brought to you by Steve Garcia, Chicano, and the Chicano Podcast. My name is Belon, and um, I appreciate you listening to this episode. This episode, we're going to be talking about the country and everything that's going on with not only Chicanos but indigenous Chicanos not only indigenous Chicanos but we're also going to be talking about Everybody else in this country that I think has a problem with living in this country with other people. We got a lot of problems. And I don't think that they're going to get any better because it doesn't seem like nobody wants to fix them. We're all here together, and we're all going to stay here together, and nobody is going anywhere. 500 years ago, 400 years ago, 300 years ago, 200 years ago, 100 years ago, today we still got the same problems that we had. When people came over here on a boat and started hating on everybody, enslaving everybody, stealing from everybody, we got to ask ourselves, who's got the problem? You got the problem? Did the people that were brought from another continent got the problem? Really? The people you stole everything from and you're still stealing from. Do they got the problem? Really? And then let's look at a couple of other things. Who's got the power? Who's got the control? Because without power and without control. You just keep on getting what you get. And right now. I don't think nobody's getting respect. Nobody's feeling like. There's no respect in this country towards second class citizens. Who's a second class citizen? I don't know about all these documents that were brought up, drawn up by these so called founders. But those documents really don't mean shit. Because in those documents, they contrast each other. They negate each other. They're so ironic in the things that they say. I don't understand how we're supposed to believe the court system. How we're supposed to believe the Constitution. How we're supposed to believe the Declaration of Independence. How we're supposed to believe that voting really is how we're supposed to be 
really distributing our choice, our power, our freedom. The man that we have in the office right now, he don't want to fix nothing. And I'm tired. I'm just so tired of hearing people defend him. I call them bootlickers. They got privilege and they don't want to let it go. We all realize that. As second class citizens. As Chicanos. As Native Americans. As indigenous people. I don't speak for my brethren, my black brothers and sisters, but I know they're tired. And I know they're mad. And I know they're pissed. And I'm going to tell everybody that's listening to this particular episode right now. Because it that's our strength, our unity. They got us so divided. They got us so divided. And if we could learn to unify, we could tear down all the indiscretions that are at that White House. Because that's where all these problems are at. They're at that White House. And instead of tearing up our cities, instead of Looking like fools and idiots. Because that's what they're making us look like. They're putting all these people on skateboards. They're putting all these bricks set up to damage things that I don't think people went out there wanting to do. And I think that's inciting more and more division. That way they can control the narrative and say that we're just a bunch of dumbass second class citizens. That need to be ruled. Because we don't understand. We don't understand. We don't understand. That's the narrative. We need to be controlled. We need to be taken care of. We need to be put on welfare. That's what they tell us. That's what they've been doing to us. What do you think the missions were for? What do you think the boarding schools were for? They still take babies from Native American women across this whole continent. So don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. They do it everywhere. The United States, Canada, Mexico, South America still treating indigenous people Like we need to be ruled by people with different colored skin because they don't want us getting together. They don't want us having power. And you can see that it's evident with our brethren. All these years you would think that there'd be more business owners. There'd be more coalitions. There'd be more unions. There'd be more unions of black Americans but every time that starts to happen if you look in history they destroy it or they kill the leaders 
They kill the shakers, the movers, the people that have the ideas. So it's no wonder why Chicanos and Mexican-Americans and Native Americans are constantly divided. It's the game to subjugate us. So we stay slaves to the economy, to the capitalism, to the system. I think Karl Marx talks a lot about this. You know, if you got a little bit of time, you can probably just pop on YouTube and learn a little bit about how these guys still continue. If you go through history and look at the way that they did things and the places that they come from, they brought all that over here. And they're scared. Nobody wants to be fair. And that's all you got to do is you just got to play fair. And I'm saying this. I'm just saying this. The president that we have right now, man, listen. If he really wanted to make a difference, if he really wanted to unify the country, all he would have to do was get on that microphone and start preaching unity. And this is how you know. This is how you know. This is how you know. That we got a division problem in this country. And I'm glad. I mean, honestly, I'm glad that I saw it. I'm glad that I see it. I'm glad that I've had the whole last four years to really see people that vote for him. And people that still believe that we're that gullible, that we're that naive, that we're that dumb. To know that they vote for somebody that wants to have the division. Divide, 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 divide. They're the problem. Those people are the problem. The Native Americans are the problem. The migrants are the problem. The hardworking laborers. Labor, you know, laborers that we have building the country today, construction workers, today's maids, today's fast food restaurants, everywhere in the Southwest. I don't care if you go to California, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, Washington State, Oregon, you can go to hell, Chicago, Illinois. We all have people dying every day. We all have people being caged every day. We all have people being raped, molested, shot every day, torn from their families every day. That's what's going on in our communities. And that's why it's so important to look at everybody's plight we're still here after 500 and something years of genocide we're still here 
and our brethren right now. Like I said, I can't speak for African Americans. I can't speak for black Americans. But they're getting shot the same way we're getting shot by these cops. Thank God they got cell phones. Thank God they're recording it. Thank God. Because this shit is going to stop. This shit is going to stop. You look into history. The Civil War was fought because Lincoln knew that this shit had to stop. This shit has to stop. People are getting fed up. But I am going to say this. Anybody that's out there listening. Anybody that knows me. And anybody that wants to be a part. Of like this positive message. In the end. That's what it is. It's a positive message. Is that we have so much strength. Because they have so much fear. They got so much guilt. We don't got to be tearing nothing up. Because believe me. They're scared that we're going to tear shit up. That last million man march. I don't think they ever want to see nothing like that again. And as peaceful as that was. That scared the shit out of them. And you know what? We can do that. I think that if we really got organized. We can bring together. Five to ten million people marching in the streets. That's power. And we don't even got to do nothing bad. We don't got to do nothing bad except for just be together with an agenda. Then we're going to make this shit right. And things have got to become more equitable. They got to become more fair in the justice system. They got to become more fair in the capitalist system that we live in. They have to become fair when it comes to human rights violations. They have to change. And if they don't change, Nobody's going to be happy. And I think it's going to cause more and more and more protesting, marching. And I don't condone and I don't advocate for any violence. I don't condone, I don't advocate for any destruction. Of property or people fighting, all that stuff, it doesn't need to even occur because they know that if we're geared up a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand, a million, two million, they know. The possibility and the power that that type of manpower possesses. 
And I'm telling you, man, it scares the shit out of them. That's why I think that the media is um, switching up the narratives right now, man. You cannot believe anything that's on the fucking news. Don't believe anything that's on the fucking news. In some way, I'm telling you, man, we're going to have to build our own social media platform. Um, African-Americans and Mexican-Americans, Chicanos, especially in the Southwest. I mean, that's where I live. I mean, everybody needs to unify. Everybody. But I'm telling you right now, did in the South and the Southwest, that's what really needs to happen. Because our numbers are strong. And I'm down to do it. You know, I grew up with black people. And I'm sure a lot of black people grew up with a lot of Mexican homeboys. A lot of Chicano homeboys. We know what's up. We grew up together. You know. Lived in the same barrios, same ghettos, same neighborhoods. Just on different sides of the tracks. A different side to the street, whatever you want to call it. My block, your block. We're all still going to the same schools. Still getting pulled over by the same cops. Still getting handcuffed. Still getting, you know, roughed up. I know. Because it used to be a lot worse. I think, but I don't think much think much has changed. I mean, they're still killing people. <sighs> I don't know, man. I just really just wanted to talk a little bit about the people that we have in power. And if we really had somebody in power that gave a damn, if he really wanted to pull the country together, he would make a speech. That would be empathetic. Sympathetic to the families, to the people that are getting shot. But he never wants to take any accountability, responsibility. He never wants to call out the wrongdoers. He always wants to protect them. And I think everybody sees right through that. And the last thing I'm going to say before I get off this um, soapbox is that we need to start our own political party. Not only do we need to continue to protest every time something like this happens towards one or the other, because if it happens to y'all, it's going to happen to us. If it happens to us, it's going to happen to y'all. Y'all got to understand the karma is there. We're always going to be going to prison together. We're always going to be getting locked up together. We're always going to suffer the same kind of financial inequities. That's why we go to the same schools. We live in the same ghettos, barrios, whatever you want to call it. But we need to start looking towards a new party. Somebody that's going to be accountable for us. So that means that we need to unify. We need to have some integrity. When it comes to blacks and Chicanos or Chicanos and blacks, Mexican Americans, indigenous people, there needs to be some solidarity. And I'm not putting this on anybody. I'm saying that that starts with me. 
And it starts with you. We need to be going to their homes, their places where they're public, and find out more about them. And hopefully, they'll do the same. Because it's a two-way street. It'll only work if we both do it. But we got to put out the olive branch. We got to start doing it. Chicanos, Mexicanos. It might not be comfortable for you to get out there and try to make new friends. But, you know, we got to get out there and start trying to figure out how we can work together. How we can work with them, uh, you know, as our brethren. And look at it as they are in the same predicament as we are. And we're in the same predicament they are. And if it hasn't happened yet, it's about to happen. They always switch tables on us. You know, right now they're breaking up families. Tomorrow they'll probably be doing something to their communities. Vice versa. It's just like who's on the totem pole? Who's the last man this day? That's how they keep us divided, man. But um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, bounce out to the next episode. Appreciate y'all tuning in. And um, I'll catch you on the rebound. Peace.